Hi, you're listening to the podcast of Victory Santa Rosa. We pray that this message encourages you on your journey of faith in Jesus. We're continuing with our series on miracles and we are now on our fourth week. I hope that you are excited as much as I am, excited as well to be able to see God's work advance in our lives in the area of miracles. At ito na po yung mga nakita natin so far. We've seen, we've seen that God, we've talked about the wedding at Cana in Galilee. We talked about the healing of the official son. We talked about the third one was the healing of the lame man beside Bethesda. And now, we're going to talk about the feeding of the 5,000. So, if you could turn your Bibles with me to John chapter, let me see, John chapter 6. We begin with verse 5. Let me read, uh, and you can follow along. Lifting up his eyes then, and seeing that a large crowd was coming toward him, Jesus said to Philip, Where are we to buy bread so that these people may eat? He said this to test him, for he himself knew what he would do. Philip answered him, 200 denarii worth of bread would not be enough for each of them to get a little. Now one of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, there is a boy who has five barley loaves and two fish, but what are they for so many? And Jesus said, have the people sit down. Now there was much grass in the place, just like around us now. no? So the men sat down, about 5,000 in number, and Jesus then took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to those who were seated. So also the fish, as much as they wanted. And when they had eaten their fill, he told his disciples, gather up the leftover fragments that nothing may be lost. So they gathered them up and filled 12 baskets with fragments from the five barley loaves left by those who had eaten. And When the people saw the sign that he had done, they said, this is indeed the prophet who is to come into the world. Let's pray. Lord, we're grateful for the way that you demonstrated Lord, your ability to provide supernaturally for them then and for us now. And we're looking to you as well in that area in our lives. Area of provision, area of abundance, area of prosperity. And we're believing that you are the source of all of these things. Lord, help us to enter into that. Help us to step into that. If that is part of what you have prepared for us, if that's part of your promise, help us to step into that place of abundant prosperity, we pray, together. And Lord, allow us to know not only that you are a great provider for us, but that you are the bread of life. In Jesus' name, amen. Go ahead and take your seats. Excuse me. Ako nga po pala si John. Di na ako, nakapagpa, di na ako nakapag-introduce ng sarili ko. I serve as one of your pastors here in Victory Santa Rosa. Uh, you know, on behalf of Paso Ian, uh, he, he's out on a triathlon race today. And boom, he was able to make it. Okay? <laughs> Natapos niya po ng maayos. Uh, I serve with Paso Ian and Pastor Carlo and the rest of other pastors here in Victory Santa Rosa. And this is my first time. So I welcome myself, first time ko po ito, to actually be here at the 3 p.m. service from since we started around August, I think the first Sunday of August, August 7. Kung tama po ang pagkakalala ko. Sige po, uh, ito pong pag-uusap natin na to, tungkol sa miracle of feeding the 5,000. This is, this is actually the fourth now, right, in a progression. Tapos pag tinignan ninyo, each one of these are miraculous signs. We're going through seven different miraculous signs in the Gospel of John. And the Gospel of John, the Apostle tells us that each of these miraculous signs point to Jesus. They help us understand 
a facet of who Jesus is of, and what He can do. In fact, towards the end of the, of the gospel, it would say, John would say that these things were written so that you may know that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in His name. Ibig sabihin, every single one of the miracles point to us believing more in Jesus. Point to us understanding a facet of who Jesus is. Point to us receiving life in His name. Today, we're going to talk about Jesus as the great provider, as the miraculous provider, and that we would now begin to receive life in that area. When Jesus said, I've come, that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly, this is part of that package. That we will enter into that place of abundant prosperity as promised by Jesus. Now, how do we know that? How do we know that, that uh, we're not being presumptuous when we ask Jesus to make all things abound for us? Now, alam po ninyo, I, I came from a religious background also. And I grew up Catholic. And I'm very grateful for my Catholic, um, for my Catholic heritage because it helped me understand put me in a place to be able to understand the gospel even more. I knew that Jesus is the Son of God. And then eventually I learned that He actually gives eternal life to those who would believe in Him and that the work I was trying to do to gain my salvation, He has already done at the cross. Now, did you know that abundant prosperity is part of what Jesus paid for at the cross? How do we know that? Later on in the, in, in the, in the letters, it would say that Jesus, through His poverty, Jesus went through poverty in order that we, through His poverty, might become rich. And then it would even say that God provides for us abundantly. And then it would further say that God not only provides for our needs, but he, God provides for us even for our enjoyment. Now, that blows my mind. Really, Lord? Really? Ang mundo po ng Pilipinas, uh, poverty, lack, and stealing, that's, it's endemic. Endemic in us, stealing all the way from the top of the government, okay, hanggang dun sa kupit ni Junior ng 100 pesos mula sa pitaka ni nanay. Yun. So you, you see that all across society. And stealing comes from the perspective, the, the mentality of poverty. Kulang kasi. At dahil kulang, kailangan kong gawa ng paraan, okay, sa santong dasalan o kaya sa santong paspasan. By hook or by crook. I gotta, get, I gotta get what I need to get because I'm in luck. And that's just the mentality that we live in. But did you know that Jesus became poor so that we, through His poverty, might become abundantly provided? He became poor. In what way? Well, He didn't even have access to proper sanitary conditions when He was born. He was born on a manger, in a stable. Na ang dumidubi, mabaho, it was stinky, it was... And naimagine ko, pwede talagang, di ba... Kung sino po sa inyo rito, nurse o kaya midwife? Na-imagine mo ba nung pagputol ng pusod, kung anong ginamit? Na-imagine mo ba kung, kung gano'ng kalinis, kung anuman ang ginamit na parang kutsilyo o kaya gunting o anuman? Parang I could not imagine Fiona, you know, you know, delivering a baby there. Such unsanitary conditions and the risk of infection for her and the baby. And yet Jesus was born in such a condition. He did not come with an entourage. He was not welcomed by, you know, by, by like, whoa, fully provided for air-conditioned room. He did not have access to the best doctors. And he lived life as a carpenter. Carpenters in their day could barely pay their taxes. He went through poverty. Why? That's, the, that, that's exactly the beauty of the salvation that Jesus provides. Dinaanan niya ang lahat ng mga bagay na consequences ng kasalanan, kahit na hindi siya nagkasala, 
At nang sa ganun, maibigay niya sa'yo yung blessing that comes because He already took the penalty and the consequences of our sin. And you're gonna fall in love with Jesus all over again with that understanding. Oh Lord, really? Yeah, He went through poverty so that you might be abundantly provided. Backtrack po ng konti at konting kwento rin sa akin. Ako po ay lumaki na medyo, ma- mahirap talaga, financially challenged ang pamilya namin. Papasok ako sa elementary na yung may butas yung shorts sa likod. Sa likod. Okay? <laughs> sa likod. O tapos, uh, yung chinelas, public school po ito. So yung chinelas, yung alam mong may butas dito sa may sakong. O kaya, manipis. Such that, pag lumabas ka, yung isusot mo yung chinelas mo, alam mo kagad kung alin yung sayo. Kasi manipis lang, hindi yung makapal katulad nung sa iba. Ah, meron pa ba sa inyong mga nakaranas ng ganun? O, oh, tapos pag, pag magkocontribute sa klase, pahirapan talaga yan. Magkocontribute lang. Magkano raw po contribution? 25 pesos. Ha? Ang laki naman. Yung contribution sa klase. Tapos, if a floor wax yung room, walang pang floor wax. So, ang gagawin namin, kukuha kami ng banana leaves. Alam, alam nyo pa ba yun? Tapos, yung dagta ng banana leaves, kumikintab yun eh. Yun. So, tapos, yun yung ipapang floor wax mo ng, ng kwarto. So I, I, I grew up on scholarship in high school, on scholarship in college. Otherwise, I would not have been able to study. But the Lord was able to provide. I got saved as a high school student. And then, God began to help me understand that, John, I want to be able to provide abundantly for you. I want to be able to provide. And because of that, because of that, because you feel rich. I'm not rich, but I feel rich. You have a perspective about money. Now I can give my tithe. Bakit? Eh kasi okay lang. There's more where that came from. Hindi ako perspective na kulang. Meron pa yan. Bakit? Prinovidan ako ni Lord, marami pa siyang idadagdag pa dyan. So I can give my tithes. I can be generous to other people because I know whatever it is my, my own needs, God will be the one to provide for them too. It's a perspective of abundance. It broke. God broke the mentality of poverty that there's always lack. Kulang talaga. Kasi kapag kulang, ang perspective mo talaga, hawakan. I-hoard. Bagbitawan. Kulang na nga, babawasan mo pa. Pero kapag ang perspective mo, the Lord has provided abundance, then, yeah, I can give. Because there's a reason why God would give something like this to me at this time, and it might be able to meet the need of someone. Dagdag po na kwento. Nagpe-pray po kami ng sasakyan nila when we got married in 2001. Both of us came from families who were in poverty. Cars, pangarap, pangarap ko lang noon na makaupo. Makaupo ng, di ba, usually kasi jeep yung sasakyan mo eh. Yung makaupo ng paharap, sa halip ng patagilid. Tapos yung, bag, yung pagsumasakay ako ng taxi, yung bagsak ng pintuan ng sasakyan, parang ang sarap sa, sa ano, sa, ang sarap pakinggan. Yung, yung, ram, yung pag gano'n ng, ay grabe. Lord, pwede po bang pagdating ng araw magkaroon kami ng sasakyan? We were already into our fourth or fifth year of marriage. May isa na kaming anak and Let was pregnant again. She was about to give birth 2006. So eto kami, nagpipray kami, Lord, pwede po bang By the time na lumabas po yung pangalawa namin, anak, may sasakyan na para yung check-up namin, back and forth, ganyan. 2005, around March or April, we went out on a 10 days mission to Guangzhou in China. Magkasama kami ni Let, punta kami doon. Stay po kami mga two weeks. After that, balik na kami. Nagpa-develop kami ng picture. Alam nyo pa ba ang develop ng picture? Yon. Actually, hindi pala nag Tama, nagpa-develop kami, tsaka nagpa-print ng picture. So finally, na sa LBC, yung LBC nung panahon na yon may digi-print. Yung, tapos, yung may, yun, may, may printing pa sila. Tapos, may automatic raffle kapag lumampas ka ng 200 pesos dun sa binili mo. E nagpa-develop ako ng 36. 36 shots plus 3. Di ba? Naalala nyo pa pa yun? Wow, talaga naman. I'm bringing you down memory lane. No? Yan, Kodak. Tapos papadevelop mo yung film. Tapos buti lang may bonus na additional na mga shots. So, pinadevelop namin yung 200 plus. 
nagulat kami. Less than two months later, biglang nanalo raw pala kami nung grand prize nationwide doon sa raffle. Ito ang napanaluna namin. Ah, it was an Ultima Ranger. Parang, whoa, ice to Lord, ah. Lord, pag gusto nyo talaga kaming i-bless, kahit raffle, pinapatos nyo. What happened was, di, ayan na, eh nagpe-pray kami, eh nag-usap na kami nila bago kami ikasal, na hindi, hindi ako magmumotor. Nagmumotor kasi ako dati nung pinata ako. Eh for safety, let's just believe God for a car. So ako naman, naku, hindi ko kayang maniwala for a car. The most that our family got was a motorcycle and a tricycle. That's it. Pero car, hirap ako mag Pero sige, let's believe God together for a car. So, nang matanggap namin to, nang binigyan kami ng notice, sabi namin, Lord, for whom is this? Para kanino po ito? Kasi hindi naman to ang pinapag-pray namin. So, this must be an answer to someone else's prayer. Para kanino po? So, we looked around and then we saw, we learned about one staff member who needed a motorcycle. So, sabi namin, Cliff, sa'yo to. Samahan mo na kami. Punta tayong LBC hangar. Ikaw na mag-fill out sa inang records. Ikaw na mag-uwi nitong motorcyclo mismo. So, we had a chance to be able to give it away. Prior to that, we already gave away two bikes. O, nagbabike din ako noon. Noon, ano, noon. So, two bikes. Binigay na lang, sabi namin, Lord, anim na gulong na yun. Pwede po ba kaming makahingi, Lord, ng six-wheeler truck? Hindi, hindi. Lord, kotse lang, kotse. Lord, kotse, anim na gulong. Lord, hingi lang po kami ng ano. We're sowing, we're sowing. Lord, we would like to be able to harvest. O, so, when we got this around July, the following month, August, tinawagan ako ni Bishop Juray Mora. So, Bishop Juray was a friend of ours. Sabi niya, John, Mayroon ditong gustong magdispatcha ng sasakyan. And I was praying at that time for a second-hand car na automatic. Second-hand, para kahit magasgasan, hindi masama sa loob mo. Automatic, para madali kong matutunan mag-drive. Second-hand car na automatic. Sabi niya, John, ano to? Second-hand car na automatic. Wow! Game na! Pero hindi umaandar. Ay, ganun ba? O sige, okay lang, okay lang. Pwede, gawa natin ng paraan. Papaayos daw yung automatic transmission. October, we were able to get this. It was an 18-year-old Mitsubishi Colt Mirage. Ah, pag una mong sasakyan, kahit na ano pa itsura niyan, masaya yan. Okay? Nakalundo pa yung, yung, ano, yung, yung kisame sa loob. Kailangan paayos. Yung, yung, ano, yung ginaganito, yung para umakyat yung ano, window, ganyan. Tapos basag yung windshield. Basta ako ano-ano mga problema. Pero ako, ang saya-saya ko. Sige, Lord, thank you for this. Come on it. Let's do this. So kinuha namin. This served us for two and a half years. Di ako tinirik niyan at all. May naghiram isang beses, itinirik siya. Pero ako hindi. Faithful sa amin yung sasakyan na yan. Kahit na 18-year-old car na siya nung panahon na yan. So that served us. Finally, na pinanganak yung pangalawa namin, si Kate. Uh, we already had a car. Nadala namin siya na maayos to and from the hospital. Tapos, end of 2007, biglang may tumawag sa amin na tita ni Let. Sabi, oh, maliit na rin sasakyan niyo sa inyo. Sabi ko naman, wala naman kaming pinagsasabihan pero nagpipray kami. Lord, pahingi na po kami, Lord, na mas malaking sasakyan. Kasi nagbibilive kami na malaking pamilya. Lord, pahingi na po kami na malaking sasakyan. Kasi maliit na nga po ito. Eh, wala naman kami pinagsasabihan. Biglang tumawag. At sinabi, maliit na raw sa inyo yung sasakyan nyo. Okay. O sige. Tapos biglang sinabi, tulungan ko kayo magkaroon ng mas malaking sasakyan. Okay. Sige po. Van. Magkano ba mga van dyan? We lived at Imus Cavite that time. Pasensya ng haba na nung kwento. No? Huwag kayo magalala, may ending to. So, Imus Cavite, eh, maraming mga nagbibenta na second hand doon. Nagtanong-tanong kami. Sabi niya, ah, mahal na rin pala, no? Ganito na lang. Gawin na lang kayo natin yung down payment for a new car para hindi na kayo magka-problema. Uy, sige, pepede. Magkano ba ang kaya niyong ibayad on a monthly basis? Sabi namin, meron po kaming mga 7,000 plus na margin. Okay. O sige, magkano kailang down payment para 7,000 plus lang ang babayaran mo over 4 years? Sabi namin, ayos, kalahati. Mga around 300, uh, 330,000, I think. At that time, 50% down payment. So ayos. 
Sabi niya, 50% down payment. Pero prior to that, prior to that, we took a step of faith. Bago pa kami tawagan, we took a step of faith na may project sa church, Kids Church, magbibuild. Kailangan ng panggawa ng mga flyers. Yung supposed na pang-register namin ng sasakyan, sabi namin, Lord, isona namin to para dito sa building project sa Kids Church. So we were the first ones who supported. Tapos biglang November namin yung ginawa. By December, tinatawagan na nga kami nitong tita ni Let na sinasabi na, oh, ano, uh, tulung ako kayo na magkasasakyan. So kami naman, sabi namin, o oh, sige po, okay na kami doon sa ano, brand new. Brand new na sasakyan, tapos 50% down payment sa inyong magagaling. Babayaran namin ng 7,000 per month over the next four years. Di ayos. Pero sabi namin, pwede po bang six months from now na lang? Ha? Bakit? Kasi po, nag-commit na rin kami dito sa Kids Church Building Project. <laughs> eh, nakommit na namin yung panghulog namin for the next six months. Parang wanted to be able to sort work. Ah, ganun ba? O sige, ako na rin bahala sa first six months nyo na hulog. Ba, talaga naman. So in reality, more than 60% ang binigay sa amin to be able to get a brand new Avanza that time in 2008. Pasensya na po ang haba ng kwento, no? Pero kaya ko po yung kinikwento kasi that to us is a miracle provision. One after another. And the Lord is faithful. You know, for the past three weeks, we talked about miracles and we learned that miracles reveal His glory. That miracles help us believe. And that miracles show that Jesus is able to deliver us from sickness and pointing to the eternal need, sin. Jesus is able to deliver us from sickness and sin. So napansin nyo, every time that Jesus would do something physical, it always points to something, something spiritual or supernatural. Every time Jesus meets a need temporary, in a temporal manner, temporary, He always is pointing to a need that's eternal. So today specifically, we're going to learn that Jesus is able to provide supernaturally for your needs now. But He's able to meet your needs, your real hunger. Yung totoong hunger ng soul mo. For someone to complete, to make your soul complete, to heal your soul, Jesus is able to provide for that. Let's go back to the passage. The last part says, When the people saw the sign that He had done, they said, This is indeed the prophet who is to come into the world. That phrase, the prophet, capital P, refers to something that was mentioned in Deuteronomy 15, I think. When God told Moses, Moses, I'm going to raise up among your people a prophet like you. And he will, tas yung description sa kanya, katulad ng description sa Messiah. So the people in their day, they were watching out for the Messiah. It was right to expect that the Messiah would come to deliver us from the Roman occupation. So, si Jesus, they saw that He's able to provide food for more than 5,000 people. They saw, you are indeed the prophet who is to come into the world. And that's always the point of every miracle, to make Jesus known. It's not just for our consumption, but it is for Jesus' reputation. That He might be known by other people so that they too might have a chance to believe that Jesus is indeed the Son of God and that by believing, they too would have life in His name. That's the point of every miracle. Let's go back again to verse 6. Uh, verse 5. Lifting up His eyes then, and seeing that a large crowd was coming toward Him, Jesus said to Philip, Where are, you, where are we to buy bread so that these people may eat? Now, that is actually a very absurd question. For one, if you have 5,000 people, how do you feed 5,000 people? I mean, even if you have the money, do you have a commissary nearby? May gardenia ba na malapit na pwedeng mapagkunan ng libo-libong mga tinapay? I don't think so. 
Meron bang malapit na na food panda o kaya magpa-deliver tayo grab food? O ay, ilang Burger King, McDonald's, Chow King at kung ano-ano pa ba ang meron diyan sa paligid na pwedeng makapag-cater to 5,000 people and more. And of course, estimation, it said 5,000 men. Now, not counting the women and children. So you could easily say 10,000 more. I mean, in any gathering, there's usually more women than men, right? <laughs> so, how do you provide food just for one meal? For like 10,000 people, there is no immediate available provision for that many. So, Jesus' question was actually absurd. I mean, how do you do that? Paano mo nga yun gagawin? Paano mo yun? Hindi mo yun magagawa to begin with. So that these people may eat. He said this to test, to test him, Philip, for he himself knew what he would do. Now, I, I, I'm, I'm going to need you to be able to get this. Jesus knows the need. And Jesus knows what to do. The solution for that need. So in reality, when you think about that for a moment, parang Lord, kaya niyo talagang provide? Oo, oh, oo, oh, oo, oh, oh, as in. The Lord is able to provide. So Jesus sees the need and knows exactly what to do. So for you and me, He sees your situation. So hopefully that would give you assurance. Ah, so God knows what I'm going through. Oh, oh, He sees you. He knows you by name. He knows your situation. He is a good father. And there's never a situation in your life that these perplex. Naku, nangyari yan. Paano na yan? Di na natin alam ang gagawin yan. Walang ganun. There's never a situation in your life that Jesus would be at a loss as to what could be done. He is never in that place. He knows exactly what to do in any and every situation that you might, might face. Jesus sees the need and knows what to do. Moving on, verse 7. Philip answered him, 200 denarii worth of bread would not be enough for each of them to get a little. Now, I'm, I'm very much like Philip in this sense. I would immediately compute. 200 denarii is like 8 months wages. Kung ilagay mo yan sa minimum wage, 500 per day, that's equivalent to 200 days of wage. So, 100,000 pesos. 100,000 pesos of pandesal balolong. Parang, whoa! Ang dami-dami-dami-dami nun. Pero kahit walang, walang enough na, na bakeries to be able to provide for that many food, that much food. Pero immediately nag-compute na kagad si Philip. Eh si Lord, si Lord, ang solusyon niya, hindi kayang computein. Madalas pala. When God is about to do a miracle in your life, mahirap computein. Mahirap, paano pag how do you make both ends meet? How, how, do you make, how do you make it happen? God usually puts you in an impossible situation that no amount of computation could solve in order to prime you for a miracle if you would be willing to trust Him. Sometimes God allows desperate situations like that to happen in our lives to prime us for a miracle if you would but trust Him. Would you be willing to trust that Jesus knows what's going on in your life? Would you be willing to trust that Jesus knows what to do with your life? In verse 8, one of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, There is a boy here. Buti na lang. Merong bata. Uh, si, si Pastor Carlo. Have you met Pastor Carlo? Yeah, he, he's an awesome guy. Um, he said, this, this, he was actually Filipino daw. The boy. I mean, who, di ba? Sino nagpapangalan ng the boy? So ito, this boy is Filipino. May baon siya. Praise God, may baon siya. So, may, and think about it. Most probably, hindi lang siya ang merong baon. Do sa buong crowd na yun na 5,000. Di ba, pag nagtatravel sila ng malayo eh. So every time, they would already prepare provision. For, but there 
But God would single out this boy. And this is interesting. You know, Jesus said, have the people sit down. What do you do with five loaves and two fish? Now there was much grass in the place, so the men sat down, about 5,000 in number. And Jesus then took the loaves. A quick lesson pagdating dito. Jesus uses what you surrender to Him. Jesus uses what you surrender to Him. For the rest of the other people na may baon in that place, nothing was done for their baon. But there was a boy who had five loaves and two fish. And we don't know exactly how was he. Paano siya nalaman? Kilala ba siya ni Andrew? Magkapit-bahay ba sila? Lumapit ba siya kay Andrew? Si Andrew ba lumapit sa kanya? Si Andrew ba gutom na? Gusto makikain sa pagkain ng bata? Hindi natin alam kung anong kwento. Ano ba nangyari? Pero the point is, eventually the boy brought the loaves and the fish to Jesus. Jesus uses what you surrender to Him. Do you need a financial miracle? Do you need a provision breakthrough? Then the starting point is to surrender that area of your life to Jesus. And stop squirming and struggling and doing all of your discarte to be able to solve the financial situation. It might be a good moment to bend your knees and say, God, I don't even have enough. Kulang na rin naman to, Lord. Bigay ko na sa inyo. Lord, and I acknowledge you as the one who is able to provide for me. But Lord, I only have five loaves and two fish. And what I need to pay for is equivalent to 10,000 loaves and 10,000 fish. But I only have five loaves and two fish. Lord, I surrender it to you. And we'll see. We'll see what Jesus will do with that. So Jesus then took the loaves, it says. Jesus then took the loaves and after that, let's see if this works. There you go. Jesus then took the loaves and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to those who were seated. Whoa! Imagine ko, Lord, paano yung nangyari? Five loaves, two fish. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for these five loaves and two fish. Lord, would you be the one to provide for everyone? Kinuha niya yung isa. Inabot niya kay Philip. Pagbalik niya, lima na naman. Inabot niya ulit yung isa. Ligay niya kay Andrew. Pagbalik niya, lima na naman. Inabot niya yung isa. Binigay niya kay Peter. Lima na naman. Parang, whoa, hindi na babuasan. Amazing. Nalingat lang ako. Nadagdagan na naman. That's amazing. I'd like to ask for Jopat to come up now at this juncture. Um, just to be able to tell his story. Jopat is one of our music team uh, members. He's one of our music coordinators for our two locations. No? Uh, and he has a wonderful story. In fact, pagdating po dito sa context ng God miraculously providing in terms of abundant prosperity or a miracle of provision and it's amazing this particular story that happened to his family. So, let's welcome Jopat. Share ko lang po yung story dun sa miracle po ng family ko. Start lang po ako dun sa part po ng ano, um, sa ate ko. Um, yung ate ko po kasi 2017 po sila kinasal. 2016 ba? If I'm not mistaken, parang 2015 or 2016. Tapos, um, they're praying for baby. Pero, due to her condition, meron siyang... Um, autoimmune, meron siyang picos, and then isa lang yung ovary niya. So, sinabis na nasa kanya ng doktor na hindi na talaga siya pwedeng mag... Kukaw, hindi kung magbe-baby man, hirap. Hindi talaga kaya. Pero, uh, miracle happened noong 2019. Unexpected, nabuntis po yung ate ko. And, uh, pero sabi sa kanya ng doktor na ma, yung pagbubuntis mo, saglit lang yan, hindi mabubuhay yung baby mo. Parang ganun siya. Pero, um, nung 20, um, 
2020, yung May 6, pandemic, kasagsagan po ng pandemic, um, sobrang ano, uh, kumbaga, nanganak na, kumbaga, mga nanganak na siya noon, kumbaga, kabuanan na niya. Kasi parang, emergency siya eh, emergency CS siya. Kasi nga, parang at that time, nasa ER kami, wala nang water yung dob, yung, yung sa baby niya. And, um, nanganak yung apo yung ate ko, pero nakailangan yung ICU ng baby. Ang sabi sa amin, one month yung, uh, uh, yung baby sa ICU. And, mababa yung chances na mabuhay talaga. And then, nung ano na, nung nakakonfine na po yung ate ko, parang sabi niya, Lord, okay na ako. Parang, okay na sa akin na ibabalik ko na yung baby ko kahit hindi na siya mabubuhay. Kasi ang, ang importante, nakilala kita. Actually, minessage ko po yung ate ko ngayon to confirm yung ano, yung ano nila. Sabi niya, okay na sa akin na nakilala kita, Lord. Kasi kung, kung ano, uh, makukuha ko nga yung baby ko, pero um, hindi ko hindi ko nagrasp yung ikaw, wag na lang. Pero mabait pa rin po si Lord. Um, instead of one month, ten days na lang. Uh, nakalabas po, makakalabas yung baby. Pero yung challenge po kasi ganito. Due to that pandemic, almost um, 10 times na mas mahal kasi babayaran mo yung PPE, yung swab test, lahat. Lahat kami na kailangan namin makakaswab nun pagkapasok ng hospital. Umabot na po sa uh, 500,000 yung bill. And um, ang meron lang ako, dahil ako po kasi yung runner ng ate ko. Tapos yung, uh, yung, bra- yung brother-in-law ko, magkasama sila ng ate ko, so sila yung nagde-decide dun sa, ano, sa mangyayari dun sa baby. Na-withdraw ko po yung pera. Binilang ko eh. Kulang. Hindi kaya. Siguro around nasa 200,000 lang yun. And then, yung, sinabi ko yun sa ate ko, sabi ko sa ate ko, ate, kulang yung pera natin, hindi malalabas yung baby. Pray kami. Actually, awkward moment yun kasi di man kami magkasama mag-pray ng ate ko. Parang kung, magkakap- kung magkapatid po kami, parang wag na lang, medyo awkward. Kasi nga, <laughs> close naman po kami, pero yung pagdating sa mga prayer, ano, medyo ano. Pero, um, so yun, bilang, binilang namin, yun talaga, yun, yun talaga siya. Alam namin 200,000 lang. Pero after nun, nagpunta po kami ng counter. Alam, ini-expect na namin na partial payment lang po yung kaya naming bayaran. Pero nagpray lang kami, sige Lord, um, ikaw na yung bahala. After nun po nun, bayad kami sa counter. Um, pinabili, siya binibilang nila yung may counter yun eh. So, um, nagpapalala, wala na ako, so wala na kami sa vision nun. Pero sabi nung ano, sabi nung nagbibilang, Sir, ito po yung ano, ito na po yung discharge slip. Parang sabi ko, sabi naman, tapos sigaw kami na ate ko. Kasi, actually, medyo ano siya, nakakayak na moment kasi ultimo, 20 pesos na yung pera namin, bumili kami ng tubig, naghati pa kami sa tubig. Pero, bait pa rin po ng Lord kasi, ano, wala kami binayaran sa hospital. Almost, almost yung kulang, 300,000 eh. Pero hindi namin alam na, ano, hindi namin alam kung saan yung galing yung, yung 300. Um, wala po kami binayaran sa hospital. So, kung ako po yung tatanungin nyo, um, simpleng tao lang ako pero binigyan ako ng miracle ni Lord, how much more po kayo? Lahat po tayo, ano, kaya po tayong bigyan ni Lord ng miracle. So, 
lang po. And then pakita ko lang po yung baby. Ah, update ko lang po. Ito po yung baby. So si Isaiah. And then, yung sa autoimmune po, na, po ng ate ko, um, hindi na po active yung autoimmune niya nung nanganak po siya. So, ayun po. So, thank you so much for that job. Papag-inisip ko yun, ang, ang kwento niya nung, nung una niya po itong kwento sa amin, talagang nganga talaga ako. He was across the table. Tapos sinabi na yung cash counter, yung bill counter, brrrr, yung nagaganon. For some reason, nung binilang nung bill, sila, nung binilang nila 200 lang. Pero nung binilang na nung bill counter, na, na kompleto yung buong bill. Parang, wow, Lord, nangyayari pa pala yun in our day. I mean, wow, talk about God multiplying the provision right before your eyes. So na-imagine na, na ko yung gulat na gulat sila na anong nangyari? Bakit may discharge papers na tayo? At bakit bayad na yung buo nating bill right in front our eyes? Biglang the miracle actually happened. Kaya nyo bang mapaniwalaan yun? Ako, ako parang naisip ko talaga, Jopat, sigurado ka ba dyan? Pero naranasan niya eh. Tapos nangyari talaga siya. Eh, may five loaves and two fish dati. Tapos meron din ganon na kwento ngayon. God is able to provide supernaturally. And more important than the money provision was the provision for the baby. That for some reason, you know, her, uh, his sister was able to deliver the baby safely, survive through the ICU, and now is a bouncing three-year-old boy. Okay, amazing, amazing. Whew, okay. Okay na, solved na. Pray na tayo. <laughs> Tapusin ko na lang po ito, tapos pray na tayo. And when they had eaten their, their uh, when they had eaten, sorry, Jesus then took the loaves and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to those who were seated, so also the fish, as much as they wanted. Grabe, buffet. It was a buffet of bread and fish. And uh, Jesus invented it. Okay, no, no, no. Well, it was probably, there were probably buffets in the past. Pero pag inisip mo, Lord, nag-provide talaga kayo. At eto ah, they had eaten their fill. Ibig sabihin, talagang nabusog talaga. Parang, uy, nakompleto. Hindi ito yung parang tingi-tingi lang. Hindi ito yung parang, uy, konti. Natikman ko man lang ng konti. Hindi ito yung katulad ng communion natin na hindi ka man lang nabusog. Ito talagang lumamon sila. Yun. Lumamon sila. And yet, he told his disciples, gather up the leftover fragments that nothing may be lost. So they gathered them up and filled 12 baskets with fragments. Quick lesson. Jesus uses what you surrender to him to provide beyond what you need. It began with a boy who had five loaves and two fish, surrendered it to Jesus. Jesus took the loaves, prayed about it, gave thanks to God for it, and prayed about it. And then the Lord multiplied the five loaves and two fish, and it was able to provide beyond what the people needed. Imagine what God will do with that area of your life that you surrender, how God will multiply it, the provision, and how God will be the one to return it to you. What you surrender to Him, huh? to return it to you. Nakatulong po ito sa akin because then, I became open-handed with finances. Kung meron at meron pa naman, o tara, sige, konting sacrifice on our end para makatulong tayo sa ibang tao. Tapos biglang, ang result talaga nun, the Lord is able to provide beyond what you need. And the result, the encounter of the people, they said, this is indeed the prophet who is to come into the world. Now, Jesus is not yet done. This is John 6, right? This is just verse 14. Continuing on in their whole chapter, Jesus now begins a discourse. And aside, and He gave that as an object lesson. An object lesson, I'm able to feed you. I'm able to satisfy your temporary hunger. But I can do so much more than that. In verse 36, 35, sorry, 
35, it says that Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. We have a deeper hunger than just that of our stomach. There's a hunger in your soul. There's a hunger in your soul for grace. A hunger in your soul for love. A hunger in your soul to be justified. A hunger in your soul for healing, for wholeness. There's a hunger in your soul uh, for acceptance. There's a thirst in your spirit for love. There's a thirst in you to, you know, to have good relationships, to have restored relationships. There's a thirst in our lives for these things that are beyond just what we need in this life. Need the, a need that goes beyond what is seen. And Jesus is able to meet that as well because He is the bread of life for you. So do you believe the feeding of the 5,000? More important than that, do you believe that He is the bread of life for you? He is the bread of life for you. And that He is able to provide what you need, your soul needs, the eternal needs of your soul for love, for justification, for acceptance, for freedom, for wholeness. The Lord is able to give that to you. Jesus, through this miracle, reveals Himself as the bread of life. So to conclude, no? Nakita po natin that miracles help us believe. Miracles deliver us from sickness and sin. Sickness being the temporary need. Sin being the eternal need. Jesus is able to provide. Miracles show that Jesus is able to provide for us supernaturally in our needs in this life. But beyond that, a real hunger. A real hunger and thirst. You will never thirst again. You will never hunger again when you partake of Jesus being the bread of life. So I bring back the question to you. Do you need spiritual breakthrough or financial breakthrough? Do you need breakthrough in provision? So the question back to you is, ano ba ang baon mo? Ano ba ang five loaves and two fish counterpart na meron ka? And are you able to surrender what you have to Jesus? Because Jesus is able to use what you surrender to Him to provide beyond what you'd need or what you would ever need. This has been the Victory Santa Rosa podcast. To see more church updates, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Victory Santa Rosa.